Welcome. This is the Big Miss You podcast. I am your host, Laura Kelly. As the coronavirus lockdown starts to ease, the big issue has been closely monitoring the situation. Earlier this week, we were really pleased to announce that Big Issue vendors will be able to return to the UK streets from the 6th of July. As regular listeners will know, our vendors have been missing their customers and their regular income stream during lockdown. It is a relief that they'll be able to get back out to sell the magazine. Vendors will be given personal protective equipment and contactless card payments will be available. This will keep the vendors safe and will allow the public to buy their magazine with confidence. Your vendor will soon be back out on your real street corner, but I'd like to thank you for joining us on this digital street corner over the last weeks. We will continue celebrating the friendships inspired by the big issue for the next couple of weeks until you can see each other in person. My name is uh, Edward Cerrone. Um, Eddie, they know me by Ed, Eddie. My customers, they've been with me all nearly 12 years, you know, the ones they've been with me. And uh, they all know that, that, that uh, I love all of them. You know, I hope, you know, everything, everybody come to safe from these warriors. I love all of them. They've been there for me always. And uh, I, want, I want to see them as soon as it's possible. And God help everybody, God bless everybody. And I hope all everybody in the world come through these warriors. Not just me, you, all, all the human race. Because we are all the same. Everybody is same. I'm, my name is Giovanni Casadillo. I float around Dorset, but my main pitch is Sandbanks Ferry, where Marks and Spencers used to be in Thomas. This is my home, and I know everyone in this town. I know all the security guards. I know everyone. I had this old lady walk past me, right? I didn't think anything of it. She came past me, gave me a 20-pound note, and told me to have a good day. This went on for four hours. She was just walking up and down the hill, right? She didn't remember me. I lost count of how many 20-pound notes she came past me, giving it to me, right? So I asked her, have you ever seen me? She says, no. And the penny just dropped, dementia. I, I took her to the bench. I asked one of my other customers that saw me, can you go in the shop there and buy us both a cup of coffee? I asked her if she was diabetic. She said, no. I got... So, I had a cup of coffee. We sat down at, I think it's Starbucks, just around the corner. And I said, can I use your phone to call your family, please? The son turned up. I gave him every penny back. And he could not understand, right? Her mom gave me over 300 pounds in one day, mate. I couldn't keep the money. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I, I, I looked at the brother and I turned and I said, look, mate, yeah, that's all the money she gave me throughout the day. And by the way, I used... Seven pounds for the two coffees at Starbucks, and there's the receipt. He, he just could not understand why I gave the money back and why I was being so nice to his mouth. But now, every time he sees me selling the big issue, doesn't matter which town I am around Bournemouth or a surrounding area, he always comes up to me and buys four or five books off me at one go. If it wasn't for the big issue giving me a job when I just turned 18, I would have been dead. Um... They help me so much with my mental health problems. They take so much abuse off the general public. Us vendors, some of us vendors get hurt 
and it really affects us. But we're still trying to help people and the office and all the coordinators and everything throughout this whole outbreak and everything are absolutely spot on. Thank you. That was Eddie, who sells the big issue in New Milton in Hampshire, sending love to his customers. And Giovanni, with a great story about looking out for vulnerable people in his community. For today's main feature, we take a trip to the medieval cathedral city of Salisbury. Normally, that's where you would find Jim selling the magazine. For the last six years, Samantha has looked forward to visiting him for a chat every time she's in town. Their conversations about what's in the magazine frequently lead them on to talking about the politics of the day. They've had a lot to cover in recent years, Samantha says. Hello, my name is Jim and I sell the big issue in Salisbury outside the Cross Keys Mall. I'm keeping very well. I'm out at Winterbourne Stoke for the moment. Um, I'll have to find somewhere else soon, but... Yeah, one day at a time, it'll be grand. Yeah, I very much miss the people that um, support me. Um, and everyday life in Salisbury, to be fair. I'm not used to this countryside nonsense. <laughs> Hi, my name is Samantha Lane. I live in Salisbury in Wiltshire and um, I work as a charity fundraiser. So when I walk into town from where I live, when I turn the corner to go into the market square, I, I always look, the first thing I do, is look to see if Jim is there on his pitch. And if he's there, then I'll make sure that I've got some change so I can get the latest copy of the magazine from him. And if he's not, I always feel disappointed because <laughs> he's always, you know, he's always got a smile when we have a little chat and it's lovely to see him. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, since since lockdown, I've I, I got a subscription to the magazine, and the magazine's brilliant. I love it. You know, no disrespect to the editorial team because it's great. But I realise, you know, getting my magazine in the post, as lovely as it is and as interesting as it is, you know, a huge part of this is being able to to um, you know have that interaction with Jim and and chat with him and um, yeah. So I do. I uh, I miss. I miss not seeing him. He's just such a lovely fella and I'm used to seeing his face and having a chat with him and he's just so nice and I yeah, I just I just worry, you know, think about him and worry and hope that he's safe and that he's getting on all right, he's got everything he needs. Like all his fellow big issue vendors, Jim has been unable to be on his pitch since March. He says he's had little help through official channels, but he's been able to find somewhere to stay for now. For the moment, yes, the the lady I'm staying with is being kicked out herself, uh, but with the lockdown, that's rather slowed the process down, but um, yeah, no, I'm living entirely on other people's kindness, to be honest. Jim has struggled with housing since he lost his job a few years back. I was a medical audio typist up at the hospital for a good five years. Um, but I was hounded out of my position, literally assassinated my character and drove me to the actual point of suicide. But, yeah. Jim's housing was linked to his job. So in losing his employment, he also lost his home. 
I was in hospital accommodation for a few years there and on and off sleeping rough. And then over the years, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I would have a place for a while and sometimes everything has suddenly goes to shit again and I'll have to start again with my bag. The acrimonious nature of his departure from his job hit Jim hard. But selling the big issue has been an important step towards rebuilding. Selling the big issue gives me a chance to grasp the nettle and stand up in the middle of my own community and look people in the eye. On the housing front, Jim has now got a benefit claim in, so he's hoping to have more luck soon. Samantha says that Jim is a very popular member of their community. The people of Salisbury were horrified when he was the victim of a crime. I remember, um, oh, I don't know how long ago it was, it was a good, good couple of years ago, I saw in the newspaper, in the Salisbury Journal, that um, his, his rucksack had been stolen. He, um, he keeps it somewhere, well, he obviously thought it was safe when he's selling the magazine, but it, but it, got, it got pinched. And, um, yeah, the, the um, yeah, Salisbury uh, community were up in arms about it. I know a load, lot of the uh, shopkeepers and what have you, you know, were, were really upset about it and lots of people you know, trying to find out how they could help Jim to replace, you know, whatever it was that he'd um, he'd lost from his bag, you know, and a reaction like that, it sort of, you know, makes you realise how, how everyone, um, you know, really uh, loves him being part, of, being part of the community in Salisbury. And for Samantha personally, Jim was a very particular support at a time when she really needed someone. But, I mean, a few years ago, I... Um, I lost my dad and I was really down for a while and it was um, it was really nice seeing Jim because he you know he would ask me how I was doing when lots of people were kind of you know didn't really want to ask me too much they were worried they were going to upset me and me and Jim used to chat quite often Um, he's a very thoughtful person um, and I think he um, he's quite sensitive to you know, to people's feelings and he's, um, you know, he's, he's an empathetic person. And um, it just struck me that, you know, he, he would stop and chat with me. And there were a couple of occasions and I remember where we sat and, you know, we went and had a cup of tea together and, you know, and I was conscious afterwards, like, that that's taken him away from his pitch and potentially losing sales of the magazine. But, you know, he did have time for me when, when it, when it was, it was obvious to him, you know, that I was, I needed a a bit of support. And I just think that just, just speaks to, you know, what, what a lovely person he is, really. Our conversation got pretty emotional when I asked Samantha if she had a message she'd like to send to Jim. Oh, I feel feel emotional. (laughs) That makes me feel emotional, actually. Um, Sorry, let me just compose myself. (laughs) Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I would just, I just like uh, to, to, you know, to let Jim know that I really look forward to seeing him selling the magazine again on, um, on his pitch in, in Salisbury very soon, and I'll be first in the queue. <laughs> yeah, wherever, wherever Jim fancies going, lunch is on me. Jim was really pleased that Samantha had been in touch to ask after him, and was even more glad to hear that he'd been able to help her. Oh, 
that's, that's, I'm, I'm very glad. People's grief and sadness is just, I don't know, something I find easier. I don't know. Yeah, it's something I can help with, so I try to. That's what I'm trying to say. As he waits for the lockdown to end, Jim is trying to keep busy. Oh, uh, reading a great deal, learning to cook. Uh, <laughs> oh, lately, um, I've been having a look at the Erin Morgenstern book, uh, Night Circus. That's, seems pretty good. Some of my customers do give me stacks of books, so I'm st- still working away on <laughs> on my stockpile, <laughs> as it were. But I'm, I'm well looked after in that respect. With his enforced break from selling the magazine almost over, Jim is looking forward to getting back to normal. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I am looking forward to it, really. Um, a rest has been nice. But, but yeah, <laughs> when I see pictures of Salisbury Market Square, it feels so empty without me. <laughs> I sort of grew up as <laughs> thinking I was a loner, but actually being the sort of loner that needs everybody to see how terribly well he's doing on his own. <laughs> um, yeah, humans are <laughs> extremely social animals and often boast it's the <laughs> social interaction that I actually live off. Thank you to our guests on this edition of the Big Miss You podcast. And thank you for joining us once again. You can read more from Jim in the Vendors View page at the back of this week's magazine. If you'd like to find out more about how to support the Big Issue or our plans for getting Vendors back to selling the magazine, go to bigissue.com podcast for more information. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do subscribe to stay up to date with our digital street corner. If this is your first visit, you can catch up with all previous episodes through any podcast service. And if you're listening on Apple, you can really help us to get heard by leaving a positive star rating or a review. The Big Miss You podcast is produced by Laura Kelly for The Big Issue UK with additional reporting by Liam Garrity.